Welcome to Quills and Cliffhangers, the podcast that reviews the best of vintage and modern literature. Quills and Cliffhangers is produced by Steve's Book Decor, your resource for decorative book sets for home, office, and weddings. And now, the host of our program, Jane, our Director of Marketing, with today's show. Hello everyone. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, be sure to subscribe to our channel, leave us comments, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We are always happy to hear from you. One of our greatest challenges at Steve's Book Decor has been stocking a sufficient supply of vintage etiquette books. Collectors clamor for mid-century books written by Emily Post and Amy Vanderbilt. While these books were published several decades ago, their advice about formal dinners, holiday parties, and wedding invitations remains helpful and timeless. In 1860, Florence Hartley published a groundbreaking work entitled The Ladies' Book of Etiquette and Manual of Politeness. I was delighted to discover that the author included a chapter for equestrians. Her guidance gives insight into the world women navigated a century and a half ago. I have often wondered how our great-great-great-grandmothers managed to ride a horse with a side saddle. I discovered that there is not only a correct way to do so, but also an easy way. As you listen to Miss Hartley's words, it will be helpful to envision the ladies of the 19th century wearing restrictive corsets and long, cumbersome skirts in the style of Scarlett O'Hara, leaping gracefully into their side saddles while bestowing charming, dignified smiles on their gentlemanly escorts. And so, here is an excerpt from The Ladies' Book of Etiquette and Manual of Politeness by Florence Hartley. There is no accomplishment more graceful, pleasing, healthy, and ladylike than that of riding well, avoiding, at the same time, timidity and the fast style, keeping within the bounds of elegant propriety, gracefully yielding to the guidance of your escort, and keeping your seat easily, yet steadily, are all points to be acquired. To ride well is undoubtedly an admirable qualification for a lady, as she may be as feminine in the saddle as in the ballroom. A lady, unless she lives in the most retired parts of the country, should never ride alone without an escort. In the cities, not only is it unfeminine, but positively dangerous for a lady to ride unaccompanied by a gentleman. Although it is impossible within the limits of this little volume to give many hints about writing, a few may not be amiss. 
Like many other accomplishments, a teacher is necessary if you wish to attain perfection, and no written directions can make you a finished horsewoman unless you have had tuition and practice. Number 1. In mounting, you are desired, gentle Amazon, to spring gracefully into your saddle, with the slight assistance of a hand placed beneath the sole of the shoe. Instead of scrambling uncouthly to your wandering throne from a high chair, as is frequently done by those who have not been properly instructed. You should stand nearly close to the horse, level with the front of the saddle, and taking the reins slackly in your right hand, you should place that hand on the nearest pommel to secure your balance in rising, and with your left hand gather up the front of the habit so as to leave the feet clear. The gentleman should place himself firmly near but not so near to you as to impede your rising, and with the same view must hold his head well back, as should he lose his hat from a whisk of your habit, the effect produced is not good. You should then present your left foot and the gentleman placing one hand beneath its sole, and the other above, so as to possess a safe hold, should, with nice judgment, give just such assistance as will enable you easily, with a spring, to vault gracefully into the saddle. You will then arrange your right leg comfortably over the pommel. Your cavalier will then place your left foot in the stirrup and arrange the flow of the habit skirt, and all is complete. All this, though so seemingly simple and easy, requires some little practice to effect neatly and gracefully. Number 2. When riding with a gentleman, remember that you are best placed on the left side, because in that position the graceful flow of your habit is seen to the greatest advantage, while it does not inconvenience the gentleman by getting entangled with his stirrup, nor does it receive the splashes of his horse. Number 3. But when you have a double attendance of cavaliers, that is, if you have two gentlemen escorts, if you be at all a timid rider, it may become discreet to pack you, forgive the homely phrase, between the two, since in this position you are the most thoroughly protected from your own horses shying, or from other horses or vehicles approaching you too closely. If you be an accomplished equestrian, you will prefer being outside and, as has been said, to the left. Sit erect in the middle of your saddle, turning your face full towards the head of your horse. Cling as closely as possible to the saddle, but avoid stooping forward or using your hands to keep you in your seat. Nervous motions on horseback are not only ungraceful, but dangerous, as your horse will not make any allowance for the delicacy of your nerves, and may prove his objections to a jerking hand or a twitching rein in a most decided and disagreeable manner.
the riding dress or habit is best made to fit the figure tightly with tight sleeves. It may be open in the front over a neatly fitting chemisette or buttoned close to the throat with a neat linen collar and cuffs. Gauntlet gloves of leather are the most suitable and must be loose enough to give your hand perfect freedom, yet not so loose as to interfere with its motions. Do not wear the skirt too long. It will be dangerous in case of accident, and it may prove annoying to your horse. Your habit must be made of a material sufficiently heavy to hang gracefully and not move too much with the wind. For a winter habit, a warmly lined basque trimmed at the throat and hands with fur is an elegant and appropriate dress, and a round cap of the same cloth as the habit with a band and pieces to cover the ears of fur to match the dress trimmings makes a handsome and appropriate dress. In summer, your hat should be of fine straw and slouched to shade the face. In winter, of felt. The hat may be trimmed with feathers or ribbon, and the shape should be one to protect the complexion, at the same time graceful and becoming. Avoid any display in a riding dress. Choose a material of some dark or neutral tint, and never use showy trimmings. Curls or any flowing loose style of wearing the hair will be found exceedingly troublesome on horseback. Arrange it neatly and compactly under your hat, for if a stray curl or lock annoys you or is blown across your eyes by the wind, your hands will be too fully occupied to remedy the difficulty. Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Steve's Book Decor, I look forward to visiting with you again. Until next time, remember to keep your nose in a book and your thoughts in the clouds. The Quills and Cliffhangers podcast is produced by Steve's Book Decor sellers of fine collectible antique and vintage books. Our store is open 24-7 for your shopping convenience at www.stevesbookdecor.etsy.com.